Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, back and better than ever. Greeny, in this case, hopefully, quite literally so. And just in time for the best weekend of the year. We got great guests. We got a cameo from Nuno. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. One place to start with Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. It has been far too long. Well, first off, I guess it's been far too long since I've been here, and we'll talk about that and the reasons why. But it has actually been far too long since we have had Diana Rossini here. We, we, we love Diana. This show, no one, is, no one combines information and fun for us better than Diana does. And Diana, of course, we congratulate having just recently returned to work after the birth of your second son, little Joey, yes. to go with little Mikey. And we are thrilled to have you back. It is so good to be back. It's Great to be back working. Uh, I joke that work is, is actually now vacation for me. I enjoy coming. I am excited about it every single day. I get to travel on the weekends. I can't wait to get to the airport. I used to hate to travel. Now I want to leave my home because, <laughs> you know, two babies in diapers is hard. No, I, look, I remember it. I, I have been there. And the man who is seated to your right, which is Hembo, is living it as well. He's got his twin girls, little Michelle and the other one. And, and what I like about you two is that both of you, because of your enormous respect for me, named children after me. You have little Mikey, who, of course, is named in honor of me. And you have little Michelle, who, of course, is named in honor of me and thus is by far the superior of the two twins. Okay, let's get to business before we dive into this. Your game is Buffalo, Cincinnati. Let's go through them all. What And obviously, Allen versus Burrow is going to be above the marquee. What uh, empty the notebook for me here? What are we looking at in this game to, in Buffalo? Yeah, it's funny. I've been going back and forth on what, what, what really is the the story of the game. If I could pick one, and I actually think it's going to be this Bengals offense going up against a Bills defense that's really fallen apart the last two weeks, and we've seen them struggle against the Miami Dolphins. We've seen them struggle against Mac Jones and the Patriots. And now you have Joe Burrow coming in with those receivers. Uh, you know, and I talked to All Pro Safety Jordan Poyer this past week just about what he can expect. He's like, look, Joe Burrow's not going to do a lot on the line of scrimmage to confuse us. Like we've seen, you know, he used Tom Brady as an example. He said, but here's what he does so good that is so hard. And, and he's like, it's not even a technique. He just believes every time he throws the ball up to his receivers, they are going to beat us every single time in his mind. That's how Joe Burrow throws the ball, mm-hmm. knowing his guys are going to come up for us. He goes, so to try to defend that sort of mentality, he says, is, is difficult for us. And, you know, Everything that this Buffalo team has been through over the last few weeks, and even just as a city up there, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if everyone's really paying attention to what's happening in Western New York, but they've been through a lot of different things, and, and it just it just seems that it's been very gray, and they're looking for that sunshine to come through. Obviously, everyone is aware of the Demar Hamlin situation. They've also had major issues with major snowstorms that have caused problems there, and, and all the rest of that. Meanwhile, Hembo, she's talking about Joe Burrow throwing it up. But the reality is the numbers are going to say the turnovers have come from the other quarterback in this game. Josh Allen, what are the numbers saying? The numbers say that Josh Allen this season has thrown 16 interceptions, has lost six fumbles, and has fumbled 10 more times. So for the entire season, front to back, 16 picks, 16 fumbles. He has put the ball in harm's way 32 times, plus dropped interceptions and all the other things of that kind. He has put his defense in an awful position. And right now, like you said, that is not a defense playing all that well. So I have a lot more confidence myself in Joe Burrow, at least protecting the football, than I do Josh Allen based upon the track record. So what do you do, right? That, that's always the question I have after games that I see, you know, Josh struggle. Do you, do you yell at him? Do you do film work? Do you, you know, it, it, and from what I can gather from, from having different conversations with people that work close with him, 
they don't want to tinker too much with Josh Allen. They don't because he brings so much great. It's it's the good with the bad. And if you can hold up, though, and, and that's what it is, if you can hold up and if this defense can get some takeaways themselves, they can then help Josh. Because you, you know every game he's in for something spectacular. But every game lately he's also in for some disaster. You know, as a Jet fan, it, of course, is completely against my nature to like anything about the Bills. But I love that kid. I mean, there's nothing not to love about Josh Allen. And, and, and so watching the game, sometimes it frustrates me because he just does the little – he makes the little mistake that you think to yourself, if he somehow eliminated that from his game, he'd be the best player in the league. I mean, if, if you took the, 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 the little bit of bad away – from his good. His good is better than anybody yeah. else. Better than Burrow, better than Mahomes. His good is better than anybody else's good. Do you think, Diana, that he's missing Brian Dayball just a little bit from that? I, I or think, more than a little bit? I think there has to be a, a Dayball element, only because we just saw him improve at such a fast rate under Dayball and what he was been able to do. And then, of course, the, the proof is in the pudding with what we sh- we're seeing Coach Dayball do with Daniel Jones. It, it, it's, it's comparable at this point. But... That being said, I think the run game is better in Buffalo since since Dable left for the New York Giants, uh, and, and that has helped Josh in, in a lot of situations. So, look, you're not going to find anyone in Buffalo that that doesn't want Josh Allen to be their guy. I just think, like anything else, it's just not going to be perfect. Greeny with you here. Remember, your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Now, one of the other games, the other game, uh, the one tomorrow night, actually, is Eagles-Giants, and we're going to have Nuno making a special appearance on the show. Uh-oh. Special cameo, the Giant fan versus our resident Eagle fans. But, but uh, so Hembo has an interesting little family situation, and Diana, I thought you might be able to help with that, because Diana, you're a Jersey girl, and you married a Philly boy, right? Your husband, Kevin, is a, a crazy fan of all things Philadelphia sports, and in particularly the Eagles. Is your family, I don't think we've had this conversation, the extended Rossini yes. family, are they all Giant fans? They are. So how do they handle that? Because Hembo is a dyed-in-the-wool, bleeding heart, well, it's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Yes. Crazy Eagle fan. His wife, Lizzie, and her family are crazy Giant fans. So they've got a little bit of a house divided. Yeah. you have any advice for our mm. friend? Well, Kevin all started off on the wrong foot anyways. They don't, they don't really like him, so it doesn't even really matter whether or not you know, he's an Eagles fan. So Same. At, the, at this I point, hang out with your family. <laughs> you have a unique way of describing your family. We're very harsh. You know, like my first time on television after having little Joey. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's tough for a mom to get back out there and then not only get back out there to work, but on camera, right? And you, you have all those little things going on in your head. And my mom just texted me right after my first report. You look exhausted. Like, <laughs> really? Really? That, that's, that's, that, that you was look your exhausted. Feedback. How about just you look great, honey? The boys are proud. We're watching. You no, know. But I will say that that the people don't. Now that we're going to get sidetracked into something that we don't mean to, but I don't think I think people when they're trying to help you don't realize how sensitive you are when you're on TV. Not just my mother, but frequently my mother will tell me I look tired, and, and she's trying to extend some concern to me. But the reality is, when you're on television and someone says you look tired, th- that's that's about the worst thing you can say to yeah, a person on TV be- because it's someone's uh, attempt to be kind by right. telling you you look awful. She thinks like, she's that's, helping that's, you. That's basically that's exactly what it is. Right. They they just don't want to be that mean. That's so, sort of like when my wife will say to me if I walk out of the closet to go out for dinner and she will say oh you're wearing that 
I, I know what that means, right? I, yes. I know that means I'm going back and I'm not wearing that. But let's circle it back again. How are we handling the house divided factor in the Hembo house? I think you just go with the team that, that's winning hmm. consistently, hmm. right? It's, what makes it difficult in your house, though, is, is the fact that the Giants are, are, are they're alive right now. And it yeah. just seems that your team, they just seem better to me on paper right now at this point. I'm not, I'm not making a pick. But they just seem like the better team. So I, I think you ride with the team that also is built to have a bit of a future. And it seems right now the Phillies built to have a little bit of a future. Yes. My expectation is that the Eagles will be considerably better uh, than the Giants for the, the entirety of uh, our relationship, which hopefully is a really long time. But this is the first time the Giants have ever been any good since Liz yes. and I have begun dating. So on Saturday night, do I have to change the way that I root at all? Do we have to put any stakes in Are the game? Are other people there? Is it just the two of you and the babies, it, or you have friends over? It's just going to be the two of us and the babies because it's the late game. So the way it's worked out at my house, so I travel, obviously, on the weekend for games. So I'm not there to watch Kevin watch an Eagles game. Mercifully. Exactly. So my, but my parents will come over to help him when the Eagles are on with the boys so, so he can lock in. And it's now <laughs> at a point where his observing of the game is so just odd to them and intense <laughs> that they, I don't, they're okay with just losing at this point. Cause like, this person is a maniac, you know, and, and he yes. is like, so, so Mikey is one. Okay. He's my oldest. Mm-hmm. Mikey can say three words, duck book and, and, and plain are like the three words right. he says, huh. but you know what he can do? He goes, Ugh. and I'm like, why is he doing that? And by the way, for, for you listening, I'm, I'm throwing my, 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 Hand across my chest like I'm angry. Because he watches his father watch the Eagles make a bad play, go, ugh. And he's just, you know, doing these impersonations. Mm-hmm. But he's doing it at the wrong time. It's like, mommy's home, mommy's home. Ugh. <laughs> you know, like, no, 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 not, 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 not there, Mikey. That's a very entertaining reaction to that. So the, the question is, do you split the twins? That, that's really the question is, if you have twins... Does one of them wind up rooting for the Giants and one of them for the Eagles? They're too young right now to have a rooting interest in this game. But I've seen the little pictures that your wife likes to post. Again, for those that Hembo's wife works at ESPN. I've known Lizzie actually longer than I've known Hembo. And, and she will post pictures. And so one of them will be in a little Giants outfit and one of them will be in a little Eagles outfit. But will they grow up to actually split? And if so, how do you decide which one goes which way? This was actually suggested to us by a fellow colleague at ESPN where they literally drafted for their kids. So, for example, the first got Syracuse basketball. The second got Wisconsin football and so on and so forth. That was the only fair way that they could do it since they're such passionate fans. I'd really hate for it to come to that, but I'm, much a, I'm a much bigger baseball fan than football yes. fan. So part of me wonders if I just take the Phillies... And, and, and let her have the, the job. Yeah. That, that's how we're doing it in our family, actually. You're splitting so, by sport. So Kevin is, is a big football person, so he's going Eagles. I'm a big, my family's more baseball. We're going Yankees. And, and we've agreed to it, and it's probably the only thing we agree on. So it's worked out well. <laughs> Diana Rossini, as only she can, in our studio here at Greeny. We're live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. There'll be plenty of that flowing this weekend as well. Let's quickly do the other two games. Kansas City and Jacksonville. <laughs> I have great respect for Doug Peterson. He's an excellent coach. What Lawrence did in the second half last week was fabulous. I think their future is bright. But I said on TV, nothing that could happen in this entire postseason would surprise me more, Diana, than Jacksonville winning that game tomorrow. Yeah, you know, when I heard you say that, I was thinking to myself, I could see it happen. Could you? You I, could see I, it. I know why the Kansas if we're going to have a serious conversation about football right now, I know why the Kansas City Chiefs come to the table here as the better team. I get that. 
But I feel like over the years, we have seen all these really strange wins from teams that we never expect and overlook and don't know that much about. Mm-hmm. And, and we really, I mean, we know about the Jacksonville Jags now, but we weren't, a lot of people were not paying attention to them over the last few weeks. Yes, everybody knows the big storylines on them, but in terms of the football side of it, they're, they're still trying to discover their identity under Doug. What, what kind of quarterback is Trevor Lawrence? And we're seeing it. And, and I, am, I still have question marks. You know, are, is Trevor the first half of that game last week or is Trevor the second half? Mm. And I think that, that's going to be the, the challenge for him, I think, I believe, heading into this game is making sure his teammates and his coaches believe he's the second half Trevor. Yeah, so one of the reasons that I'm such a miserable person is because I rooted for the Eagles while Andy Reid was their coach. And Andy Reid has lost more games in the playoffs that he shouldn't than any coach in recent memory. He's a great coach. But this is the kind of game that he loses once a year. It usually happens in the next round. But if anyone knows how to prepare for him, it's Doug Peterson, his former protege. Doug Peterson is like the best playoff coach that we have right now. He's 6-1 and one against the number in the playoffs. Nine points is too many to give the Kansas City Chiefs, in my judgment. Interesting. The Ducks got nothing to lose. Nothing. They're going out here. You know, they, they've sort of they've warmed up to the NFL world. I think there's a lot of people that are probably a little exhausted by the Chiefs always being so good. And they're going to want to see, see them go down at Arrowhead. Mm. I mean... But it's not that loud there. And then finally, <laughs> sa- <laughs> and then finally, saving the best for last, if you will, Cowboys Niners. We'll talk to Bubba about it as we continue today. But you were making the point repeatedly this morning on TV with us, Diana, that the Dallas offensive line is one way or another going to be the difference in the game. I think it's just so easy in these games to say, "Oh, well, you know, Dak's got to take care of the football," which he does, right? And, and Ceedee Lamb has to have a big role, and and Tony Pollard's got to run the ball well. Th- this is what they do on offense when they have success. But if they don't have a game plan to stop Nick Bosa, to slow him down, to try to – because when you see – when you go back in the games that, uh, where teams had success against Nick Bosa, it almost seemed as if that's where they started, mm. of how can we target, how can we you know, prevent him from causing havoc against our quarterback. And if they can have success there – And that would be tremendous. I think that's where Dallas can get the edge. All right. We will see what I could do this. Diana, welcome back. It is such a pleasure for all of us to have you back here and uh, enjoy the week. You're off to Buffalo, yes? I am off to Orchard Park. Here Uh, we go. When do you go? Tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow. Tomorrow, late afternoon. Best of the family. Thank you. Wonderful to have you, you, as always. The great Diana Rossini. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs from quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need quote today in as little as six minutes at progressivecommercial.com coming up next a cameo that will no doubt bring out the absolute worst in all of us that's next here on espn radio greeny the podcast this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do big small and when we keep them bottled up as i sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We have a cameo, (coughs) excuse me, that is sure to bring a smile to your face and bring out the worst in absolutely all of us. Coming up in 30 seconds after this word from Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists, who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop on by. I think Brian Dayball is a literal genius at what he's done with this team mm-hmm. and how he's got this team to play. In December, the Eagles put up 48 points, over 400 yards, rushed for over 200 yards against this Giants defense. There's a lot at stake. Tomorrow night in Philadelphia, Giants-Eagles... An 8-15 kick in Philly. I don't know that there are enough adjectives to describe just what that scene might be like in that stadium tomorrow. But I can say that that is because of the extraordinary passion of both fan bases, the rivalry that exists, and everything else. So we are right now a a team, our our little hashtag crew here. We're a little Philly heavy. We've always had Hembo on the program, but we've always had a counterbalance to that. And when Nuno left the show to go work on KJM, we adopted Cam, who is an excellent radio producer, but is also a Philly fan. So we have been sort of out of sync. We've been out of whack for quite some time, right, Bubba? And so I thought today, in order to restore equilibrium, we needed to extend a special invitation. So we are delighted to welcome back for a little while the former producer of this program, Giants fan extraordinaire, Nuno Teixeira. Welcome back, Nuno. Sup? How's things going? Well, we have missed you, Nuno. How, how, how are you feeling about this matchup? I actually saw you tweeted, Giants-Eagles next week. I may have to make an appearance on hashtag Greeny, and I thought, that's an excellent idea. How do you feel? Not, well, first and foremost, I'm starting to get a little worried, right? Like, thankfully, there's a 30-day return policy on Cam, so if it's not working <laughs> out, we can return it because I think things are falling through the cracks. Hosts aren't showing up when they're supposed to. You know, it's just a mess. But overall, I'm feeling great because guess what, Hembo? There is no pressure on the Giants, none whatsoever. The worst thing that could happen to you guys is if you lose that game on Saturday and then you have to stew on Saturday night after your 
beyond hammered and just obnoxious even more. And then Sunday, and then the possibility that those godforsaken Cowboys win on Sunday, and then all of a sudden, for a full week, you have to prepare yourself for Giants, Cowboys, NFC Championship game, and just live with that. The Eagle fan in you, that does have to be the worst possible case scenario, is that you get eliminated. Maybe the Cowboys beating you would be worse. But but let's live in a, a pretty terrible world where the Giants beat the Eagles and you have to live through a week as a sports talk producer. I mean, you are you live in this, so you can't ignore it. You can't tune it out. You have to live through a week of Giants-Cowboys buildup. Worst case scenario. That's most definitely worst case scenario, but I don't understand where Nuno's coming from here. It seems as if... Giants fans have convinced themselves that this team is all of a sudden great because they went on the road and beat perhaps the worst team in the playoff field. The Minnesota Vikings stink. We told you the Minnesota Vikings stunk all season long. The Giants and the Vikings played twice, effectively to a dead heat, splitting those two games. And all of a sudden, we're talking about paying Daniel Jones $45 million a year and talking about putting Brian Dayball in the Hall of Fame and all this nonsense. The bottom line of it is, so long as Jalen Hurts is something approximating Jalen Hurts, the Eagles are going to destroy the Giants in this game the way that they did in Week 14. It was 48-22. to 22. It wasn't that close. The Giants had absolutely no answers for the best team in the NFC, and I expect that to happen again on Saturday night. Nuno, do you feel like this is house money, or have you and, and the other Giant fans around you talked yourselves into, and I'm not suggesting you'd be wrong, but have you allowed yourself to dream about a world in which this team makes a really deep run? No, this is complete house money. Like mm. no one ever expected them to get there. They've gotten there and and because and what was the reason they got there? It was because of Daniel Jones and the way he played. Like Hembo I understand. I could tell you're getting fired up and you're getting a little angry there, Hembo. You probably should just kind of relax because the game's mm-hmm. not till Saturday night. And, you know, just try to enjoy the next 24 hours. That's the thing. So here's the thing, Hembo. I can actually enjoy this game. You can't. Right. The stress that you have right now is unbelievable because there's a little bit of trepidation that what if they, what if they win, right? What if, all of a sudden, and oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts trying to be slick. Oh, I have a bounty on me every week. We already know these refs have been calling ridiculous phantom roughing the passer calls, and that's what he's trying to set up, right, to protect himself when Dexter Lawrence, the best defensive tackle in football right now, destroys your offensive line. And, you know, so he's trying to set up these excuses and, and protection from the refs, but you are so concerned. There is a, sl- I can tell, and I just imagine like Lizzie and Michelle and the other one going to have the little giant uh, jerseys on on Saturday night. Your in-laws, you got to deal with them. Like, it's just going to be, it's going to be magical. Yeah, there's a lot at stake. Can we get a small, we, we need to get little jerseys for the two twins. One of them a Daniel Jones, the other one a Saquon Barkley, and just have them at the ready in case the Giants do win the game. Come on. Uh, Hembo, I think he does have one point. Nuno has a point. Look, he's, he's devious. He's conniving. He's, he's conniving. He's everything that you might think he is. And yet, you have a lot more to lose in this game than he does. The Giants have already greatly overachieved this season. They have outkicked their coverage. They have cleared their expectations. Whatever the expression is, they've more than done that. If the Eagles lose, this is a catastrophe. A catastrophe. Nuno is, as much as I hate to admit it, 100% right. He's right. How can I go into a game... With full confidence, if I've not seen my quarterback be my quarterback for a month. That's literally what the case has been in the Eagles' case. 
And there is nothing more dangerous in sports than a house money team. I think the 2011 Giants and the 2007 Giants were both much more talented than this Giants team. But the 2011 Giants were outscored on the season, just like this one was. We've seen things like this happen on occasion. And these intra-division games, no matter when they're played, are always tighter than they should be. So, look, I do have the trepidation, and Nuno has definitely cut me to my core. Greeny and Hembo and Nuno and the entire hashtag crew as we look ahead to a fascinating weekend in the NFL. Nuno, who, of course, will remember those 2011 Giants well. They were also led by, and and maybe this applies even more so to the first one because it was the first time he had done it. They were led by a quarterback about whom there had been questions. Let's not act like the whole world was sold on Eli Manning from day one who went just on a magic carpet ride. He just had one of the great, two of the great postseason runs of all time. And I'm not saying that's about to happen with Daniel Jones. It's probably less likely because, at least in part because of the lack of weapons. Um, but it's not impossible, right? That, that Daniel Jones is just the right guy at the right time with the right coach. Nuno, and he catches a little fire here. I'm still not there yet because of the fact that this team as well as their coach, as hard as they play, and the fact that they've been in so many games that they're just still not good. So, um, <laughs> and they don't have the talent, right? They, 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 they have the talent in some spots. Obviously, Saquon and Andrew Thomas, who we all laughed at and, and said he was the worst off, you know, that the Giants took the worst offensive lineman or left tackle in that draft. And he, at this point in time, is probably the best one uh, across the board. And then you have the Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau. So they have talent in certain spots, but I'm not there yet and believe where, in that belief of if they win this game, they can make this magical run and so forth. For me, it just makes me feel good that I know we have the right coach. It seems for the next, for the foreseeable future, with the two, three years, Daniel Jones is, is the quarterback. Greeny Nuno with us here in the studio. And uh, is, is Bubba back in the room? Because we can get him. I saw he had stepped out for just a second, but he's back. Oh, yeah. H- how does the Cowboy fan in the room feel about this? How, how, as a Cowboy fan, what are you rooting for tomorrow night? <sighs> That's a great question. I, I think the uh, Giants, I guess. Uh, but I, because I, you would rather look, you have everything to gain if the Giants win. Yeah, if, if you beat San Francisco, you get a home yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. So just for that alone, I think it's got to be the Giants. Um, I think I, he's basing this on who would be more insufferable, Hembo or Nuno. If, that, that's if, really if the team question, were to win. Cam. Cam, that's a good job of identifying the, the right question yeah, in all of this. Both are. T- are you both rooting are for brutal. Hembo to be miserable? <laughs> uh, your your desire to see Hembo miserable. Uh, versus your desire to one-up Nuno or to see Nuno's team lose, which, which of those, which allegiance is stronger there? Well, yeah, so I think if you're telling me the Giants win, it benefits the Cowboys with a home, and uh, Hembo can be miserable, uh, so it works out all in my favor. So, yeah, we need the Giants to win. Yeah, I, I think what has been proven here uh, throughout the course of this radio show and my time on it is that Philadelphia fans, myself included, just cannot handle prosperity, right? So that we had the World Series run. You almost kicked me off the show at that time because I was so obnoxious. Putting the Eagles playoff run on top of that might wind up being our undoing. So I actually yeah, understand where Bubba's that. coming from. We do not need And it's that. me plus Cam, too. Like, there's a lot at stake here for Bubba on the show. And, 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 you know, there's one thing, Nuno, that we had forgotten, that the pressure on Hembo is coming from inside the house. Mm. Another reminder that not only will he have to deal with you, and all the giant, he works in New York City. Hembo lives in Jersey and works in Manhattan. He, he's going to be surrounded <sighs> by the Giants all of next week, but he can't even escape it 
in his own home because he goes home to the wife who was the giant fan. So Nuno, I mean, the, the amount of, uh, of just anguish that Hembo will live with, I'm actually rooting for too, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just want to see the man. Fall. Look, the last time the, the, the Phillies got, he got so cocky, they take a 2-1 lead in the World Series. And the next thing I know, he calls it over. And the next thing I know, they get no hit. Literally. By what, five pitchers? Yeah. I mean, how many pitchers? Like, like people have never heard of no hit the Phillies in a World Series game next. So he kind of he brings a little bit of this on himself, Nuno. Yes, and here's the best part, too, is if they lose, the Eagles lose, people can blame you. Like, you would be the reason. Yeah. Because when the Philly, because I, it was, I starkly remember, like, it was, they, this was the greatest offensive performance you've ever seen, right? And there's no way that they can, um, you know, stop the Phillies and then boom, right? Like, and that happens. And now this, where you've been the best team all year, we talked about Jalen Hurts before he got hurt as an MVP candidate, right? And then just imagine the floor falling under, you know, just just falling out off out of your feet or however the hell you say that saying. Like, it just going away, Hembo. Not that way. Yeah, exactly. It could come out from under him. Yes, no, absolutely right. Um, it, 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 and, just, and then you got it. And then, because I imagine if you lose Lizzie because she's a beautiful soul, she will leave you alone, right? Like, she will allow well, she you the, the time. Kind, will she get in your face? What Lizzie will do is be kind and ensure that her parents and her family does. And, and this is a family that has been going to Giants games with season tickets. Like her grandmother wants to tell to me, remembering Y.A. Tittle playing at the Yale Bowl. Okay. So <laughs> we're talking about a deep-seated hatred. So the fact that I was eligible to marry her is still somewhat shocking. But if the Giants beat the Eagles in the first playoff game that they've played since we began dating, I think for the next year, I'm rendered persona non grata. L- l- let me make one serious point in the midst of all of this fun, Nuno. To me, if Jalen Hurts is at or very near his best, the Eagles are just a markedly better team, and they would win that game eight out of ten times. But and I'm not, I, I want to make it clear, I'm not reporting this. Please, no one say, Greeny is reporting that. But everything I'm hearing, every whisper that I get out of Philadelphia is that they are underplaying the injury, that it is a bigger factor and figures to be a factor in this game more than they want to let on for a variety of obvious reasons. So again, I don't know that, but I am telling you people whose opinions I trust seem to think that. And if that is the case, Nuno, then I think this is a toss-up. I think this is a coin flip game if Jalen Hurts can't be his best. Yeah, I think we've seen the opposite, right? Where they've gone out of their way to talk about, like, it's not going to be an issue and mm-hmm. everything is great right. and so forth. So maybe, you know, who knows? And maybe a a 80% Jalen Hurts does beat the Giants, right? Because they do have a lot, a lot of weapons. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't advocate, advocate any gambling if you can't do it, but like a Boston Scott anytime touchdown is like a, a sure bet when, oh, it's the, happening. when the Eagles play the Giants. So they have that, right? Miles Sanders was great. They ran for over 200 yards that last time they, that, that time they played in New York, right? The last game I don't count because the Giants play third and fourth stringers. So there is that, like, so yes, they are the better team. But anything could happen. A turnover here. Someone, Jalen Hurts, comes out of that pocket. That, like, that's the interesting thing I think we, we need to pay attention to early so on. Relaxed. What about those, like, the design runs early on and things of that? Will he be staying in the pocket because they're worried about it? You fall and land the, the wrong way, and all of a sudden, 
Brandon's favorite uh, Gardner Minshew is in the game. He's and, like, like a movie villain right now. He's just he is, calculating he's so everything bad. that he wants to see happen. He's writing, look, Dexter Lawrence falling with all of his body weight on Jalen Hurts and landing on that shoulder is the great fear of every Eagle fan in this game. And that is what turns it one way or the other to me. Quickly. And I, yes, and I want to make clear, there is no like, what, what if Jalen Hurts can't run ex- it is everything. Everything is baked into the cake with him. It is all or nothing. And if, it, and if the run game is compromised, the Eagles are not the Eagles. It's as simple as that. All right, Nuno, we have missed you. It is a pleasure to hear your voice again. It is both a pleasure and a horror to hear your voice again, as one would expect. Thank you, Nuno. You're welcome. Thanks. Guys, try not to ruin the show, please. Nuno Teixeira. Back with us here as the hashtag crew rolls on. Coming up next, I will tell you in which direction I hope my life goes in the next few months. That's after this word from FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are heating up. And the easiest way to get into all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with the promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. one 1- 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Back in a moment on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Granny with you on ESPN Radio every morning. Our friends at AutoZone ask us to pick a player who was in the zone last night. In the zone brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. I was going over NBA notes. I'll be back here tonight for an ESPN NBA doubleheader. Jason Tatum had a big night. Celtics and Warriors played an unbelievable game. Let's put him in the zone. Hemba, what were his numbers? 34 points, a career-high 19 rebounds. He added six assists in a Celtics overtime win over the Warriors. Tatum played 48 minutes and seven seconds, the second most minutes in a game in his career, including the playoffs. He was definitively in the zone. All right, let's do a green list. The list is what determines who matters in this business. 
Green List. Right, we haven't done a Green List in a while. It is when I choose my favorite this, that, or the other, and is voted upon exclusively by me, the world's foremost authority on all matters. I am most certainly the world's foremost authority on this. People ask it to me every day. I walk around the streets of this city. People are very nice and friendly. And all anyone says is, Greeny, Greeny, who are the Jets going to have a quarterback? Hey, Greeny, who's the quarterback going to be? Greeny, who's the quarterback? So I'm going to give you my top five choices for the Jets quarterback for next season. Number five. Number five is Justin Fields. Now, I know that's going to sound like a strange pick. But when Mike Tannenbaum brought up the idea that the Bears might select a quarterback at number one this year, it whetted my appetite. It brought to bear the possibility that Justin Fields could wind up somewhere outside of Chicago. Now, I don't expect that to happen. And, I, you know, we got to check in with our friends Waddle and Sylvia and everybody in Chicago to see which way the wind is blowing. But I will just say if somehow, some way, that could happen, I'm in. The reality is we could correct a mistake. We took the wrong guy at number two last year. We should have taken Fields when we had the chance. Do what you have to do to get him. I think he's going to be a star. Now, and, and you give him the weapons we have? Are you kidding? We got the Ohio State receiver right there, the Garrett Wilson. So, to me, again, I consider it unlikely. I would put it higher, except I consider it so unlikely. But if that's a possibility, I'm in. Number four. Before I put Derek Carr, I don't love it. I I just think there are horses for courses, right? I, I, I just, what I think I know about Carr, and it isn't much. I don't know him personally. I've never met him, haven't been around him. He comes off a little sensitive, right? Like, that feels... Like, and I don't mean that as a criticism. I'm sensitive. But I don't think being the quarterback of a football team in New York is a good role for a sensitive person. So, from a football, just from an X's and O's and age and everything else standpoint, he probably makes more sense than any of the other realistic possibilities. And if we get him, I will be ecstatic. And I will root for it like crazy. And I will think it has, you know what they say in the draft, like someone has a high ceiling but a low floor? Like, I could see that going very well, but I could also see it going very badly. So that one would worry me a little bit. That's why I put him at number four. Number three. I have to put Tom Brady in this conversation somewhere, don't I? I mean, look, do I want Brady on the Jets? No. But do I think that if for whatever reason he decided he wanted it, that he wanted to be in New York, that he wanted to go up against Belichick and stick it to Bill with the franchise that Bill hates more than anything in the world. Do I think that Tom Brady playing in this Jets offense would have a chance to be really good? Because the Jets offensive line is going to go from 0 to 60 like that. They've got good players who were just not healthy this year. The law of averages, and maybe Bakai Becton sort of throws off the law of averages because of his weight, but if those guys are healthy, the Jets should have a good offensive line this year. I have to put him somewhere in the conversation, right? Like we can't just pretend that that's not out there. People are bringing it up. Why are you smiling at me? Because from everything that I know about <laughs> what you've told me about your father, he would not want Tom Brady on the Jets, and I'm surprised oh, that you would. He would be disgusted. <laughs> disgusted. My father, Michael, where, Michael, I'm giving up my tickets. We signed Tom Brady, Michael, I'm giving up my tickets. Number two. At number two, I'm putting Lamar Jackson. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson is just so expensive. Like, I mean, in a vacuum, Lamar Jackson is by far the best option. He's 26 years old. <coughs> Pardon me. Freakishly talented. He's got everything. in the, Everything. But he wants 200 and something million guaranteed dollars, and you're going to have to give up a lot to get him. 
So you're talking about overwhelmingly the most expensive option that's out there. Now, I think it's probably worth it. But if you could find a way to win a championship without giving all of that up, I'm signing up for that. And that way, number one, is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers had a broken thumb this year. No, people are underplaying the significance of that. He played the whole year with a broken thumb. The idea that he has lost the ability to throw the ball. Guys like him don't lose the ability to throw the ball. You bring him in for one season. It's all it takes. Everyone's like, it's a one year. The asterisk in all of this is the June 1st of it all. They can't realistically trade him until June 1st because of their salary cap considerations. All these reasons that I won't bore you with. But the reality is, if he's leaving Green Bay, he is most likely not doing it until June 1st, and that mucks up the works. But I love him. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers, you want to talk about someone who's not afraid to come to New York. You want to talk about someone who would be, who would be delighted with the array of weapons that we would have for him? That would be my number one choice. If there's anything I can do to make it happen, <laughs> I'm in. We'll be right back. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.